this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Monday, September 11th. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for productive mornings. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for that I like you. <laughs> I was thinking about it a couple of days ago, and I was like, I really just am so glad that Jeff is my person. And then I was thinking about it more, and I'm like, the fact that we are married and have a, a toddler and work together all the time. And we basically spend more or less like 24 seven together. Right. It's really impressive yeah. that we get along so well and like each other, even though we're together literally all the time. I mean, I assume that you like me. I like you. I do like you, but sometimes I question whether or not you really like me. I do. And I do. I, and I ask you, sometimes I say, do you like me? Do you even like <laughs> me? Um, but I'm just thinking about how that's kind of cool. Like I don't, I think we, you know, anytime that you spend a lot of time with someone, like you live together and you're married, like that is a thing in itself. And then add on top of the fact that we work together. I just think it's really remarkable that we get along so well. Once baby number two arrives, I think we have to both make a, we have to make an effort to not be such homebodies. I know. Because for a couple of reasons, one, just the just the exposure to things, just the exposure to things outside of our bubble, yeah, I think is good. Mm-hmm. You know, people, experiences, stories, stuff like that. At long term, you know, I think right now it's great. We're all, you know, we're together. We're starting the business. We've got Ellie. We've got another baby on the way, et cetera, et cetera. It's fine, but I think big picture. I don't know. I just feel like we need to have more stimulus. And we, I I know we both go out and do things, you know, with people. Yeah. But I think we have to make a real effort. And two, I, I, I think we have to, to show that to Ellie and to baby number two that. We there, have a life outside an of ex, them. There's an existence outside of this bubble. Right, right, right. Because if you were to ask Ellie she would think that families in her world, families are just always together. They're yeah. never not together. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So. I also think we are getting to the point where we need to like definitely schedule dates, go on dates, have Ellie like regularly spend the night at my parents because we have that luxury. And after the baby comes and we know we're not in baby making or breeding time of our lives anymore. Like we need to go on vacation, just the two of us. Yeah, we. I think we did. We've we've done better with the dates this year than we did last year. I oh, one hundred percent. I don't know that we had one. We maybe had one in twenty twenty two. Your date night. Yeah. We had events that were grown up events that yeah. Ellie couldn't go to. But I think we only and I, I we've done a, a fairly good job of about once a month mm-hmm. doing something just the two of us. Yeah. Could, I, I, we, I am we excited. Finish, well, let's finish out the year strong. Let's pick a date, a September and October and November and a December okay. date and put it on the calendar and, and get a sitter or get your parents and put it on the calendar. And even January. Yeah. Right. Every month until two arrives. Yeah. And then I think our goal for 2024 should be to go on vacation alone together. Yeah, we can do that at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, um, you, sorry. What? You, you said what you were grateful for. I said what I was grateful for. Okay, good. We're on track. You said you were um, grateful for me. 
that you yes. like me. Yeah. She said, note, man, note the words. She didn't say she was grateful for me. She said she's grateful she likes me. Well, I'm grateful for you quite often, but I just think it's cool that we like that I like you considering I spend so much time with you. Today is, of course, September 11th. So our uh, hearts and our minds are remembering back to the year 2001. And uh, you can't even, with, with, with September 11th, you can't even say, and all the people who were affected, because everybody was affected. Yeah. Everybody was affected. And it feels, it doesn't feel like it's been 22 years. No. You it, know, it, it, it honestly feels like five years ago. And I think it's, I, I, I wonder, I would be interested to know, talking to, you know, parents and grandparents, older generations, mm-hmm. if other days of infamy, right? If other D-Days and 9-11s and, you know, big, huge, probably the Kennedy assassination. Yeah, that's a big one for my mom. Big events like that. I wonder if they always feel closer in time than they really were. Yeah. Because they're so momentous and it's such an imprint on your on your being. To be honest, it always surprises me because, you know, they'll have like TV specials and stuff today and it frequently comes up things about 9-11 um, in my... Uh, TikTok timeline or my For You page. But what I, I never really realized how long ago it was until I see the way people were dressed and <laughs> see the computers like in the offices, you know, yeah. that people were using. Yeah. And that, that to me, I'm like, really? Was it that, that long ago? Because it's so fresh and so clear to me as I'm sure it is to most of us. It'll be interesting to see with the generation that didn't experience it. Um, Ellie's generation. Yeah. It'll be, you know, Something that she'll read about. Um, I'm going to fry your brain, but you know there are kids. Who I know. Have, I don't want to think about it. Who have graduated high school. Who are who are oh, adults. Yeah. Who are in college. That's there true. are kids who are graduating college right now. That this year. born yet. That weren't born or were born the year. Oh, my gosh. Uh, as we do every year, we'll uh, be releasing, re-releasing this afternoon, uh, a conversation that we had with Callie's dad. On about September 11th, he was an executive at Delta Airlines, and he was actually giving a presentation to other industry executives of all airlines mm-hmm. about uh, safety and terrorism and uh, keeping the the skies safe. And and when you talk about it being 22 years ago, everybody's pager went off at the same time. Yeah, and of course the meeting ended, and everybody went, you know, went, went off into their separate corners and got on their phone with their headquarters and tried to figure out how they were going to navigate the next few hours, which turned into several days. But we'll release that episode this afternoon. And you can, uh, if you haven't heard it yet, you can give it a listen. If you have heard it, listen again or share it with somebody who you think might find it to be fascinating. Yeah, who, he was in. Um... Who thinks you, somebody who. <laughs> you think might find it fascinating. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting, I love hearing other people's perspectives of what they went through that day. And um, it was really unique. Uh, my dad was in the command center of Delta Airlines on that day with the people that were making decisions about what was going to happen in the sky. So check that out. Um, it'll be coming out later today. Our weekend in reverse order was uh, yesterday for me, started at 7 a.m., started before 7 a.m., and I got so much done. This is why I said I was grateful for for productive mornings. I got so much done by noon on 
Sunday, yesterday, that it felt like two days. I actually think that maybe you should do that on Sundays because you got up at what time did you get up? Uh, six, some like six fifteen, maybe. Which sounds early for a lot of people, but for Jeff, that's actually not early. That's kind of sleeping, and he usually gets up at like five during the week. Um, and you like getting up early. And I'm Ellie's not around to get in your way, and I'm not around to get in your way. So I feel like that might be the most productive time of your week. To be honest, is Sunday mornings. Well, weekday mornings are fine too. Yeah. Because I get up before. That's why I get up so early. I like it. I like mornings, but usually I just go into the office mm-hmm. and I'm just doing what I normally do. Yesterday I went down. We're moving. But I will say one more thing. Sorry to cut you off. Is that um, oh God, on she, Monday. Uh, she always interrupts. <laughs> on Monday. And did you hear him? He just interrupted her about interrupting. <laughs> make a joke about the interrupting. Um, <laughs> they should just name the show. the Not the upside. It should be called the interruption. It's actually a great name for a podcast. I know. I was just, you said that and I was like, oh, I kind of like that. Um, but on Mondays, you have emails that have already come in. You're still, you've got a to-do list of, this is more of like personal time, get stuff done, you know? We were, we are moving. We have moved. We're moving. We're in the process of moving. Words are so hard today. Our studio from Pont City Market it never opened there. We never, we were, it never think, opened. We finished it. And then right before we were about to open, we, circumstances changed and we decided to move to perimeter. So the studio, uh, I went in early on Sunday, early yesterday morning with a, a wagon, one of Ellie's wagons mm-hmm. and uh, took all the equipment, all the wiring, just took everything out of the studio and loaded it in the wagon and brought it home. I was, for whatever reason, I thought it was going to be a three or four hour job. I was out of there in 45 minutes. Yeah. I think it's just because taking stuff down. Always is, takes less time. It took so much less time. Yeah. I, I mean, I had the, you know, power screwdriver thing and I was like, boom, 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 boom. All the, in the wagon yeah. was the best idea I had. Yeah. Hauled it out, then went to our studio at Perimeter and Callie and Ellie met me there and unloaded it and got everything up and, and running. So we'll actually be able to record a show there tomorrow. I'm so excited. I cannot wait um, to record a show in there for the first time. And we're still waiting on some stuff. Like that's the thing with the furniture side of this is like the equipment we had, because we had the studio outfitted for Ponce. It was fine. So the equipment we have, but the furniture, I ordered it. I express shipped what I could and um, this opens September 29th is the first time we have someone using the studio. So we have like two weeks essentially to get it together. And the last straggling parts of things are coming in, um, but they're coming in one at a time. And I just got a notification that one thing is going to be shipping three days late. So it's still before the deadline, but you can't really finish setting up until I finish setting up. So we're kind of like in limbo, but it it's going to look really great and it's going to sound really great. And I cannot wait to see people use that studio. And I think we could use it. I, I like the idea of doing little, um, maybe five person classes mm-hmm. in the studio where people can actually put hands on equipment yeah, and st- sit behind microphones and, and hear how they sound in headphones and all of that, you know? Yeah. But have it not be a one-on-one coaching thing, which gets really expensive. Yeah. But rather have it just be kind of a, a 
you know, two hour, like a happy hour or something. Two hour, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll have a drink or two and and a couple snacks and just talk about. Yeah, I just thought. Yeah, we should do that like once a month or something like that. Just have like a monthly happy hour and you can come, you know, anybody that wants to, because it's going to be open and available to the public, um, through, uh, industrious co-working space. So yeah, that, that'll be really fun. I think we absolutely should do that. Um, we, uh, and, and along the rest of my Sunday was spent, um, clearing stuff out, just running errands and stuff, including making a run to Goodwill. Yep. It's just a pile of stuff that we had, you know, built up out for a while. And also, Dropping some Amazon returns off. Mm-hmm. And what else did I do? Oh, and some cardboard boxes that were broken down that I took to the recycling dumpster. Uh, there, I want to start keeping a list. I get so much joy. It's a dopamine hit, right? Dopamine's yeah, the it, good good thing in your brain, right? Yes. It, it brings me such satisfaction and contentment to get stuff that no longer serves me out of the house. Yeah. So goodwill donations, recyclables, even taking the garbage out is, I want to start. That's why you love garbage day so much. It is. I want to start just keeping a list on my phone of things that bring me joy, joy yeah. like, like that. And if I'm ever having a crap day, referring to that list and trying to, alter it, adjust it. Right. It's almost like a little self-care list, but for dopamine. Yeah. I don't want to go. I mean, I, it's, it's, you know, self-care like, Oh, you know, go whatever, buy yourself a new shirt. What I don't, that's not, I understand why that's called self-care, but that, that that's not a rush for me. That's right. not, that doesn't have the, there's no satisfaction. In Some that. people get a rush from like running. I wish I did. I don't. Um, Being outdoors. Being yeah. outdoors near water, dopamine hit for me. Yeah. Baking. Yeah. And you actually should remember that when you're having a crap day that we have the luxury most of the time of leaving in the middle of the day. Go find some water. Just go walk. Like go do a lap, you yeah. know, find some water, get some sunshine on your face and get that, you know, hit of dopamine because it really does. It's like game changes your whole day. And that was, that was our Sunday. Mm-hmm. Saturday was a little rough. Because we went to our friend's dad's funeral. So that was sad. Yeah. That was a sad, that was a, that was a, and, and it was about an hour from where we live. If you're from Georgia, we went from Sandy Springs to Locust Grove, which Locust Grove. Ad- so charming. What an adorable little town. Oh my gosh. It is such a cute little town. Um, I had never been there before, but I've seen it like in passing, like on the freeway and stuff like that. And I've heard of it like in traffic reports, never been there. And we went there and it was so, I'm, I'm so glad that we went to show, you know, support for our friend whose dad we hadn't met, but he's a close friend of ours. So we wanted to be there for our friend and show him a familiar face. And I hate what he said when he got up, what is it? The eulogy? Um, It was the best eulogy I've ever heard. And he didn't have a written out speech, which I thought was really amazing. And he speaks all the time. He's, you know, a public figure. So he speaks, but it was so inspiring to me. He did such a good job uh, just talking off the cuff with no notes. It actually made me mad. I was jealous of how good he did 
how good of a job he did. It was just, it was really fantastic. And a couple of things, first of all, there were bagpipes. So like when we walked in to get our seat at the church, there were bagpipes. So Jeff was like already We talked up. about who it was, right? Oh yeah, Kevin Gillespie. It's our friend, Kevin Gillespie, who's been on our show a few times and he's a big chef in the Atlanta area. His dad died very suddenly about mm-hmm. a week and a half ago. And uh, so Gillespie, they're, they, they have Scottish heritage. Yes. So the bagpipes, man, playing Amazing Grace, Whew. instant tears. Instant tears. In a church, instant tears. It's oh just, my gosh. I, yeah, it, it just gets you. Um, and then Kevin gave this beautiful speech. I thought one thing that was really amazing is that he asked everyone in the congregation to look after his mom and take care of her. He lives an hour away. And, you know, I think his mom is pretty young, but his parents have been together for 41 years, which is amazing. And I thought that was really cool of him to say, hey, everybody in this room, you're invested in my dad or our family. And that's why you're here. Please check in on my mom. Like go sit with her, make sure, like invite her to things, you know, because there's a time I think after someone dies where everybody's there and it's all, you know, love and support, and then life moves on, even if you haven't moved on. And that's, I think, a really hard point. So I thought that was really cool. And then at the very end, his he read a letter that his mom wrote to his dad um, after he'd passed. And it was like a love letter of their relationship, which was so beautifully said. And I was bawling. At, and I've never met either one of his parents, but it was such a beautiful love letter about their life and their relationship. And it just made me ball like a baby. It was so, I'm going to cry again. It was so beautiful. Kevin just posted, if you are a person or if you have somebody in your family who knows a lot about the military, Kevin's dad was an Air Force veteran and Kevin is now in possession of his uniform and his medals. But you know that everything has to be displayed in a very certain way precise way on a military uniform. And he has a couple of pieces and parts and he doesn't really know where they go. Or in one case, he has one thing. He doesn't know what it represents. Yeah. So he's looking for some help. So if you, if you can find Kevin Gillespie on Instagram and look at his latest post. I think it's chef Kevin Gillespie. Um, he also thinks that some pieces might be missing and he wants to make sure that he has like a full, a full, what, what would you uniform. call Oh, uh, yeah. A full uniform. Wow. Words are hard for me, too, apparently. On a uh, brighter note, a happier note, uh, have you been following the story of Maya the dog? Is this the beagle? No. Okay. Then I have another story for you. Go ahead. This is the chihuahua. <clears throat> no, I have not been following Maya. Maya is uh, a dog from, I believe, the Dominican Republic. Okay. And Maya and her human were traveling from the Dominican Republic to California and had to connect in Atlanta. When they were going through customs, the woman found out that her her visa wasn't valid. So when that happens, you've got to return on the next available flight back to your home country. Mm -hmm. So, and you're not allowed to leave the airport. So there's, I think there's a, I don't know if it's on the airport property. I don't know where it is, but there is a, place where you spend the night, but your dog can't come with you. It's not allowed. Right. So this woman went to, uh, to, to wherever she had to sleep until the flight left the next day. 
and a, a Delta airline employee took the dog and said, your dog will be on your flight to go back. Yeah. You know, um, unfortunately dog escaped for, oh my gosh. Th- so this woman had to fly back. Do you imagine the no. heartbreak? No. She had to fly back to the Dominican Republic without her dog. Um, obviously devastated, destroyed the, 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 uh, airline, you know, uh, apologetic, but w- what can they do? The dog escaped on yeah. the runway, yeah. like escaped while they were loading it on the plane. And the, the woman's mom bought a ticket to come to Atlanta cause she had a valid visa. Mm-hmm. So she came to the airport to help look like to help Delta Aww. employees look yeah. for, never found it. It was three weeks ago. They found it on Saturday. Where was it? Uh, in in the North Cargo area. I don't know where that is oh, on the airport. It must have been so scared. Tired, run down. They're gonna let it spend a couple nights at a vet. Yeah. Here in Atlanta, they're gonna make sure that it's healthy and whatever, and then they're gonna get it back to the Dominican Republic. I hope her United mom flies with it. I'm sure. I would. I would be like, um. Yeah, and I hopefully that that she the dog gets to ride in. You know, the cabin. The dog's been I, through enough. I, You're not, yeah. You don't have to go as... We don't need to put that dog back in the cargo area. Let it ride. Give it first class. First class. I would be fine walking on a plane and seeing a chihuahua sitting in first class. That would bring me joy. Everybody can give a little scratches. It'll be the best day ever. We are a Hatch family. You know this. And it all started with Ellie. And now it has moved on to us because we got our paws onto a Hatch Restore too. And oh my gosh, we love it. Now, you know, one of my favorite things is going to be how it looks because it is beautiful. It looks like a piece of our bedroom decor, which I love. Now I am someone that hits the snooze button like 10 times. It drives Jeff crazy. And I know it's probably not the best for waking up and start my day, but here's how the Hatch Restore 2 has it figured out. It coaches you through meditations and mindfulness exercises that transform your time before bed. So you're not on your phone, which I know we're all probably guilty of. Um, And it gets you into a really relaxed, wonderful state of sleep. Then you're going to have white, pink, or brown noise. And there's other sounds too that are inspired by nature. And then you're not going to be jarred awake by an alarm. You're going to do a gentle wake up, which is also something we've been doing with Ellie, um, with a sunrise alarm clock that supports your natural circadian rhythm. So if you're like me, the worst thing ever is hearing your alarm go off and you're in such deep sleep. And that sends you off on a terrible day because you're tired all day because you woke up right in that REM sleep. Okay, well, not with the Hatch Restore 2. Right now, Hatch is offering our listeners $20 off your purchase of a Hatch Restore 2 and free shipping. Sleep deeply and wake gently with the Restore 2. Go to hatch.co slash upside to get $20 off and free shipping. That's hatch.co slash upside. How great would it be to go back in time to when you got your very first paycheck? and know exactly what to do with that, how much gets spent on fun stuff, how much goes in the bank for short-term emergency fund savings, and how much gets invested for your future. If you are getting your very first paycheck this summer, you've got an opportunity to jumpstart an amazing, healthy financial journey. And parents, you can help your kids with this. When you sign up for Chime and link a qualifying direct deposit, You get access to benefits like getting paid up to two days early and fee-free overdraft up to $200. 
And with Chime, there are no monthly fees, no minimum balance requirements, and no deposit required to become a member. Sign up for your Chime checking account today to link your paycheck. It only takes about two minutes. Doesn't affect your credit score. So you get started right now at Chime.com slash upside. That's Chime.com slash upside. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services and debit card provided by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits do apply. See Chime.com slash spot me. S-P-O-T-M-E. For years, I have ignored insurance ads because I'm like, oh, insurance, that's a grown-up thing that grown-ups need and I don't have to pay attention to it. Well, guess what? We're the parents now and we got to take care of business. And now is the time to get life insurance to help protect your family. Fabric by Gerber Life makes it quick and easy to get a high quality policy so your family is covered if the unexpected happens. Fabric was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. You could go from start to covered in less than 10 minutes with no health exam required. There's no risk to apply. They have a 30-day money-back guarantee and you can cancel at any time. And look, it's never a fun thing to think about, but we want to make sure our kids are taken care of after we're not here anymore. And it's something that is important. You got to talk about it and Fabric is making it easy. Fabric has more than just life insurance too. Their easy digital platform also lets you create wills, access college saving funds, and manage your family's finances right from your phone. So your family is prepared for anything. Join the thousands of parents who trust Fabric to protect their family. Apply today in just minutes at meetfabric.com slash upside. That's meetfabric.com slash upside. M-E-E-T-F-A-B-R-I-C.com slash upside. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. Who is the beagle that you thought I was talking about? Well, this actually is an old story. It's from 2022, but it's come back because it's going viral again on TikTok about the beagle named Bonnie in England. I can't remember if we talked about this on the show last year, but she got out and spent three weeks like away from her home or whatever, came back home wearing a third place prize ribbon. (laughs) Because someone entered her into a dog show and she won. And then when her owners found her, yeah, she's like, I I was in a dog show and I have been very productive while I have been out on my journey. And it just seems like a very beagle thing to do (laughs) to um, leave your house, go have adventures, win a ribbon, and then come on home. Like, and act like nothing's changed. Nope. Here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing is dictionary.com has added 566 new words this year. Now we talked about this also last year, but they add it based on what is going around in popular culture. They're not sitting there making up words. They're just saying, okay, these words are popular enough to get into the dictionary now, quote unquote, into the dictionary because dictionary.com. Um, the first one is a Philly saying that I had never heard, but Jeff, since you used to live there, maybe you know it. It's called John. J-A-W-N. Uh, yeah, I've heard it. I, it's just, I think it's just a slang thing. It's like, it's like that thing over there, but instead of saying those things over there are crazy, you you would say that John's, those John's over there are crazy. I don't even think you'd say John, those. I think it's just. No, I know, but John's those. Are, John's are crazy. Yeah. 
But I think it's um I, I think it's a utility word. I th- I think it's along the lines of the word like or so it's an unnecessary word. Um, I don't know. It's I think it just applies to everything. It says used to refer to a thing, place, person, or event that you can't give a specific name to. These Johns are very expensive. Yeah. That's what it says. Um, so that's one Nepo baby was added. Uh unsend, chatbot, coffee nap. Uh, and coffee, then coffee nap. We talked about that on the show. A couple yeah. Weeks ago. And then this I hadn't heard of, but apparently I've seen this about lavender, never about an orange. Apparently. So shower orange was added an orange that is peeled and you eat it under a steamy shower. And then the steam enhances the citrus fragrance and creates a really soothing shower. So I guess a shower orange, I've never heard of anyone eating an orange in a shower, but it is popular enough to make dictionary.com. Uh, your second random thing is if uh, if if your kid has a smartphone addiction and you need to break it, consider moving to China. China is proposing that app makers have a minor mode, which would limit app usage on phones to two hours a day if you're under the age of 18. That would be healthy for me. And uh, f- if you are under the age of eight, 40 minutes a day. And your third random thing for today, there is a list out from Design Rush with brands that have the highest customer loyalty. So they evaluate Fortune 500 companies across six different metrics and then pull, you know, the the top brands with the highest customer loyalty. Do you want to guess any of the ones on the list? Apple. Yep. That's number four. Target. No. Really? I know. I was shocked too. Um... Are they technology companies? Okay. Number one, Google. That's, yeah. Um, number two, Lowe's. Number three, Intel. Number four, Apple. Number five, Coke. Number six, Pepsi. <laughs> I almost guessed Coke. Yeah. Number seven, Amazon. Number eight, Allstate. Number nine, Microsoft. And number 10, Johnson & Johnson. Allstate, the insurance company? Yeah. Hmm. It's probably because of the, um, I wonder if it has anything to do with People just liking the company. I'm sure. No, I mean, just because they I'm do sure so many. All of those do. I know, but <laughs> what Cal- I Cal- meant Just was- so you know what kind of day we're having. <laughs> Callie looked at the computer. Oh my God. And the screen of the computer and said, oh my gosh, this thing has been recording since our last show. And I said, no, it's not. And she said, yeah, it is. Look, it's going up. And I said, Callie, that's the time. And I was like, Oh, yeah. Hmm. Um, no, what I meant was, I wonder if people favor companies like Allstate and Progressive, and even if they're not customers of the brand because they relate to their commercials or that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I would favor Allstate favorably because they have. Hey, Ellie, do you want to be on the podcast? Mom and I can't talk. Yeah. What do you want to say on the podcast? You'll be a better host. What do you want to talk about? English muffins? Okay. See you. Bye. Anyways, that's what I meant. Like, I would say Allstate is favorable, but I've never worked with them. Like, we're not Allstate customers. It wasn't favorable, though. It was brand loyalty. I wish I never asked about Allstate. (laughs) I wish that I had never turned on this microphone. We'll see you tomorrow. And those are your three random things. Now we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Upside Pass Cast. Peace to you.